there's a couple of verses that uh, use that uh, not in heart um, uh, which is cited a different one the one you're referring to is, I believe is early on in the first uh, first canto maybe maybe in the second chapter of the first canto it's quite a nice section of verses there where uh, Sutta Goswami begins to answer the sage's questions uh, found in the first chapter um, but yeah Schopenhauer, the great uh, German philosopher, I, I thought uh, yeah, used a good term that was very, has been very much misunderstood in the philosophical Western philosophical community. Um, a term to refer to this Hridayagrantium. I mean, that is a kind of a translation of it. Uh, but for the hunkar, is what he's being, the false ego. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's not a very common or well understood concept in Western philosophy. He was a Westerner, German man, influenced by uh, Vedanta and Buddhism. So the world not, he called it, the world not, the world in your heart, if you will. Uh, whatever in your heart is where, you're, where you are, so to speak. Um, so the world not. <laughs> Uh, to, to cut the world out. Um, anyway, just uh, my thoughts going there. I read an interesting book about this concept of Bahankar in Kasanki. Uh, it's dedicated entirely to, to that uh, concept. The eye maker. Kakara means to make eye maker. So, um, at any rate, um, it, you know, it's the principle of identification and um, an aspect, a prominent aspect of, of the fourfold uh, subtle body, Ankar, Manas, Chitta, and um, Bodhi and Chitta. So, uh, to hear example, the sound of a flute, to be aware of it, function of the chitta, with a booty to discriminate about what it is, with manas, to like it or not like it, and all of this is arising in the context of an identification, who's doing the identifying, who's doing the the, the false person, anyway. So, so they have the false ego. Hridayagrantim, the verse, the knot of the heart. Interestingly uh, enough, the word granta, which means knot, also is a word for scripture. Sometimes we speak of the Goswami grantas. Um, and uh, the Bhagavatam uses the term as well. Paramas chumulayo grantapi urukurai famous verse from Bhagavatam that uh, uh, constitutes a, a question uh, arising probably from the sages addressing uh, uh, Sutta Goswami uh, as to why it was that Sukadev, who was free, not tied, not bound, uh, 
nonetheless took the time and energy to study the although he was well I should say no, though he was near Granta or he was beyond the ties the materialists took the time to study the Bhagavad Granta it doesn't use the term Granta to, to refer to the book Bhagavad but it is anyway it is a term Granta so one he's, it, it's it's a nice word when we look at it like that in relation to bhakti because the untying of the world knot if you will the knot of the heart is most uh, uh, readily accomplished by getting tied up uh, inside the Bhagavatam which is another it's another form of, of attachment which, which makes uh, bhakti difficult uh, to understand the gyanis don't, don't, don't get it typically it looks, looks like some some aspect of, of the karmic world but okay you're worshiping God we'll get over it uh, so to get entangled anyway in the in the in the, uh, the Bhagavatam is, is the best way to get to untangle the knot of material existence <clears throat> um, so that it will never be tied again um, but um, your question is, is kind of simple uh, in this uh, connection being about the, uh, the verse that says that uh, untie the knot one can see the self right? by knowing the self one can untie the knot that's a controller yeah um, well, uh, the word Atma, of course, means self, but it can, because the self is an identification, is an identification with the senses, with the mind, with the intellect, the false self. There's an identification with Krishna, and you know, Bhakti produces a real uh, sense of self, uh, a you know, developed sense of self. The Atma is a is a self is is I am that sense is is inherent in the, in the Atma self the, the, the Jeeva I am but I am what that requires an environment both of the material environment or the spiritual environment um, but um, the point is that the word Atma is used sometimes to refer to senses either and sometimes it may be used to refer to the mind It may be used to refer to the intelligence. It may refuse, be, used, be used to refer to the Atma, the self, uh, the Jeevatma, uh, the soul, if you want, uh, consciousness, let's say. Or sometimes used to refer to the Paramatma also. So uh, it has a number of applications or as... Be translated in relation to a number of senses of self. Um, but if we take the uh, way which you're, you're saying the prophet translated to refer to the Atma and Ishwar, there's no nothing wrong with that kind of translation. Much as the Atma is, the, is if the Atma becomes the master rather than being um, a slave and oppressed by the mind and senses then that's spiritual 
uh, position to be in that will arise out of bhakti. Mm-hmm. And so it's not uh, a wrong way to translate it. Um, you know, Krishna is the Purusha, and so the Jeeva is, is a Purusha. He's a Purusha and he's a Pariti at the same time. Um, but given that the word Ishwar is there in in the verse, uh, which we had the whole verse here, but Vidyate Hridayagantischa Jante Sarva Samshaya Karmani Drishta Evatman Ishwara Drishta Evat Drishta who sees Atman Ishwara who sees the Atma Chidyante Sarva Samshaya Chidyante Sarva All the doubts are slashed. Hmm. What's the first part again? Vidyate Hridayagrantis Chidyante Sarva Samshaya the vidyate hridayagrantis the knot in the heart vidyate hridayagrantis chidyante sarvas all the samshaya sarvas all the doubts are cut chidyante sarvas samshaya uh, what's the third line? shiyante chasya shiyante chasya chasya karmani drishta eva yeah so who sees the self as the controller so it's true you see the self as the controller uh, is that really without the self then the world of the mind senses and so forth has, there is no such thing right so it's by the touch by the proximity of consciousness to subtle matter the subtle matter starts to take on an identification and from subtle matter comes to gross matter and so forth so uh, there's a statement in the Gita that um, in the third chapter uh, what does it say there that um, uh, one who thinks oneself to be the doer of acts that are actually being performed by the modes of nature only is a muda, a foolish person thinks that he is the doer of acts that are actually being performed by the modes of nature. A lot of devotees misunderstand this verse, and they don't read the verse after it, <laughs> which is important. The verse isn't saying that the jiva has no agency, no capacity to, to act or will. It's saying that, that, that when you identify the, the what is the motion of this, of the, under the influence of modes of nature, as, as you doing it, in other words, when you identify with material nature, that's carrying out functions that the Atma is actually making possible by his presence, then you're, you're, you're a fool. But if you, if, you, if you don't see like that, the next verse goes on to say, forget it, but uh, you're in a different position. You're, you're, you're not a fool. Uh, it's not the, in other words, it's not a verse that says the Jiva has no will. Everything just being done by... By material nature. Some, I met a lot of devotees. They, they seem to think like that. Oh, well, if you're in a material world, you have no will. Maya is just working. Well, then why are we talking to you? No will means your matter. And so, um, uh, so um, in that situation where you've identified with material nature, then the movements of material nature under the modes that draw the glance of consciousness we are contained in, coming from Vishnu, if you will, it's what turns the otherwise um, kind of indeterminate or, uh, what would you say, uh, 
status of modes of nature um, uh, determinant is, a, is maybe a good word, but there's a better one. Um, it escapes me at the moment. But in other words, they're they're all in a they're not active. They're kind of just in a potential state, equilibrium, state of equilibrium, something like that. Then, when with the touch of consciousness, then they they're competing with one another, the laws of nature, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they're active. So uh, to identify with those actions rather than with the fact that you're the one that made them happen um, and you're independent of them and so forth is to be a fool um, and to not see that the self relatively speaking is Ishwar in the kingdom of the senses in the kingdom of the mind in the kingdom of the intellect in the kingdom of the gross and subtle body in the kingdom of the biological psycho biological self the Atma is the Ishwar but not the best Ishwar <laughs> because he's been you know, he's been a coup and uh, he's been taken over he's been locked up hmm? and they've thrown away the key right mind the senses uh, and thrown away the key Intellect is there to help, but intellect has been corrupted by the mind and the senses to work on their behalf. Mm-hmm. So, again, if, if humans are distinguished, we talked about this the other day from animals by intellect, but they only use their intellect for the same things that animals are getting without the need of intellect. Be able to be in a glorified sense of eating and sleeping and mating and defending. It's not really um, very meaningful use of intellect, intellect corrupted to work for the senses and the mind, rather than being a tool by which we can start to distinguish, discriminate, real fine and subtle discrimination between ourself and and matter. And of course that intellect can be fortified. This is a nice thing about the subtle body, it can be worked with. Our um, uh, mind can be worked with as a tool. Um, Intellect, so so we start fortify the intellect with spiritual teaching, but but uh, without that help and so forth, obviously the, 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 it's like I say the, the, the king doesn't he doesn't always a king. It's like an orphan boy or something who's really son of a king doesn't know somebody's going to tell you you don't have to live on the streets like this. You actually have a great uh, wealth and you're the heir to the to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Dust him off, and so forth, and, and send him in the right, right, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, the self is the Ishwar in relation to these things, in relation to the Aparamatma, of course. Like we say, the self is the Purusha. You can say the self is the Prakriti, also the Shakti. But then there's the Maya Shakti, and then there's the Jiva Shakti, right? Maya Shakti, Jiva Shakti. They're both Prakriti. Krishna is Purusha. The Shaktis are Prakriti. Krishna is Purusha. But when we look at the two Shaktis next to one another, Maya Shakti and the Jiva Shakti, then sometimes we refer to the Jiva as Purusha. And Maya, Maya Shakti as Prakriti. 
That's the term used in Yoga Sutra, for example, uh, for the Atma, the Purusha. It's a person, if you will. It's it's a a living entity, not a dead, not not dead matter, but small one, right? The many that's come as we spoke the other night from the one, and so. even in the Gita, the Atma is sometimes referred to as Prakriti, sometimes as Purusha, sometimes as Parvakriti. There's Prakriti and Parvakriti in Maya, and then there's the Parvakriti. In the, in, the, in the terms of the Gita, it refers to the Jiva or Purusha. So you could say the same thing. I thought Krishna was the Purusha. I thought the, the God was the Purusha, not the Jiva. That, that's true, but in, in, in a smaller circle, if we look at it, then uh, the Jeeva is also Purusha. Similarly, the Jeeva is also Ishwar. Uh, but we, so Prabhupada's looking at it in a, in a smaller picture. I don't know what he wrote in his commentary there. Um, but, uh, but I would say, uh, yes, at the same time, if we translate the verse, Atma to refer to the Paramatma, when you when the, when the, when you see the the Paramatma, who is the Ishwar, then then the, the, all the doubts are slashed away and the hot not material existence is untied. It's a more bhakti type of uh, translation, bhakti emphasis, obviously translation of the verse. But it's not a long 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 translation. And that said, it would be hard to read Prabhupada's books and come up with anything but a bhakti <laughs> conception. Right, over, over, overall. Hmm. So, a long answer to it. It's a important question. But, yeah. What else? Yes. different identifications of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates with um, his associates in Krishna Leela um, there are different ones I'm going to say there's, there's, a, there's a number of different uh, angles of vision on that and the most definitive and uh, earliest uh, book uh, I say the earliest book on that that has become more or less the the definitive text, most well known, is is the Gorbanavishtipika of Kavi Karnapur, who was a very early, early writer, and um, had met Mahaprabhu as a child and so forth. Um, and well, so uh, in his book, uh, he explains that the identification of Mahaprabhu's associates with Krishna Leela something that he's arrived at from hearing from other devotees from different piranhas uh, he's come up with uh, his uh, insight into it and um, uh, but that said it's not the only text 
About uh, a century later, we have a text from Vishwanath Chakritakur that was only recently brought into English, which is does the exact same thing. He follows Kavikarnapur about 90%, and then there's some differences. And so, uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, you, you find uh, s- uh, a statement, and this is what you're referring to. It's mentioned in the Anti Lila that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in the embrace and in the, the company of Sarup Damodar and Ramana Roy. This is his private life now. He's no longer a public figure because in his public life, he gave his all in all, and so he's taken within. And he can't really function externally in the way that he used to, so he's being cared for by Sarup Damodar and uh, Ramana Roy, who are augmenting his bhava, helping him step into the bhava of Radha, which is what he came to the world for. And they're very expert at that, being the associates of Krishna and Radha that they are. If we go back for a minute to Kavikarnapur, he says that Ramana Roy, he identifies him with Vishaka, Gopi, which is one of the closest uh, associates of Radha in Radha's group. For example, Raghunathasa Samanjari is under the care of uh, uh, Vishaka. The other prominent one is Lalita. These are Paramaprasta Sakis. These are Sakis who could be group leaders themselves, Yuteshuris. They have their own relationship with Krishna and their own Manjaris. But they subordinate themselves to Radha out of love and affection for her. Her her Sakis are friends. Uh, So Manjaris serving under them. They have some Priya Sakis under them as well, but. our concern primarily Madhuras is with the Manjari uh, Bhava. So and Kavikarnapur is dinner Ramana Roy with Vishaka. Later on and uh, I don't know if earlier, but in the Bhakti Vinod party bar Bhakti Vinod is identified um uh Srugdamata, the other uh, associate of Mahaprabhu taking care of him in his Antilila. Ramana Roy with Lalita and subsequently Ramana with Vishaka but two of them are there it's thought um, and I'm not sure how other Paribars uh, how they uh, follow that but my uh, uh, with a limited experience of other lineages so forth, my sense is that there's a more dominant um, more predominant uh, uh, thinking uh, of Sarup Damodar as uh, identified with uh, Alita. And in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, Krishna Kaviraj does say that when Mahaprabhu was uh, in ecstasy of, uh, of Radha pining for Krishna, Sarup Damodar uh, pacified him, citing different verses, augmenting his bhava, and so forth helping him to step into that Bob is the idea. That Adhar is Radha, he stepped back and let these two assistants of his, of hers, help now Krishna step into the Radha Bhav. Adhar is Radha, he has to step out of the way. So he says, just uh, uh, as Lalita, Saki, 
assisted uh, Krishna, uh, Radha, uh, yeah, uh, Radha in in, uh, in Krishna Leela, in her separation from Krishna. So, Surabdhamana, our sister Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was in the mood of Radha, in his separation from Krishna. And then he says, and when he's, this is, uh, when he's, more, he more or less says, you know, when he's in the mood of Krishna, feeling separation from Radha, then Ramananda Roy assisted him, just like Subal. Now, with regard to Subal, it could go both ways. He could assist Radha also in her feelings of separation from Krishna, or he can assist Krishna in his feelings of separation from Radha. Uh, probably he's more prominently thought of in, in, in the uh, sense of assisting Krishna, but he, 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 he does both. There's more typically Lita is not going to be counseling Krishna uh, in separation from, from Radha. Uh, uh, she'd be telling Radha to keep away from him, so I'm worship you. Uh, anyway, so uh, the point is that these devotees have been talked about in different ways. At different times, great devotees have identified the currents from the Brajlila moving through them, represented in them, hmm? is, is the idea. Um, and, um, and have spoken uh, or written uh, accordingly. Uh, whether we we want to uh, say definitively, does that mean Raman Roy is, is Subhal and he's Vishaka and, and he's an elite over here? And even Kabi Karnapur says he's, he's, he's Vishaka, he's Arjun, Pandava Arjun. He's Arjuniya, Arjuniya Gopi. Mm-hmm. I think he gives three. Uh, and Raj. Uh, uh, so Krishna has a Priyanarmasaka named Arjun. There's Arjuniya Gopi. He's all of these things. And then we got Krishna identifying, at least in that verse, with, with Subal mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. But um, in one sense, rather than this being a cause of, cause of confusion, how can it be all of them? It's, it? It speaks of how kind of less than linear and black and white and definitive, uh, and more, how more, more flowing are this sense of identities. Some may be more nailed down, if you will, um, uh, than, than, than others. But it's really the bhav, you know, it's driving Kavikarnapur to write. And some research he's done, I mean, he says he's identified Ramananda with, with, with Arjun. Why? Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, oh, of much the Pandavas, uh, the father Pandu, uh, Ramananda Roy was one of five sons of Babananda Roy. He's, Mahaprabhu said, Babananda Roy is Pandu and your five sons are the Pandavas and uh, uh, Ramananda's Arjuna. So, 
and that's recorded in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Kavi Karnapur's book was written before that, mm-hmm. but he uh, he must have known about that statement of Mahaprabhu. I mean, Ramana was a very, became a very prominent person. Mahaprabhu was the one who spoke up for him and so forth and, in uh, Puri, and, uh, and the king was very uh, concerned, fond of the idea of whatever Ramananda wants we should, we should do because he's dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so, uh, so okay, Mahaprabhu said it so he must be Ramananda but you know, <laughs> how, can, how, can, how can Arjun of the Bhagavad Gita be Vishaka Gopi mm-hmm. it, it can be Arjuniya Gopi that's another thing because there was a story in the Puranas where Arjun wanted to understand the Gopi's love and Krishna made him into a Gopi for a minute for a short period of time, he was named Arjuniya, but that's just not the permanent. Anyway, so uh, then there's the Arjun, Brihadaranyaka. I mean, he, he, so he may have heard this. Other devotees thought like this, and written like this, uh, and so forth. So he wanted to honor their perspective and included them all in there. And Krishnadas offers that perspective on, on Ramananda, so it, it can, uh, identifying him as he does with, with Subal mm-hmm. um, in that intimate, those intimate moments with Mahaprabhu. Um, so we, we can honor that as well. Uh, otherwise, it's largely accepted because of what Kavi Karnapur has written in, uh, in his Gorgana Deshtipika that, as you say, uh, Suval Saka appeared in the world uh, in as Gorya's Pandit. He was like the uh, like a, a brother-in-law of the Jananda world. Mm-hmm. Uh, closely connected with the Jananda's uh, family and so forth. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, he was a recluse, largely, and uh, um, Nature rather reclusive, Gorgas Pandit, but he had uh, been commissioned by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to craft deities of war in Nityananda, which he did. And uh, they're probably the first deities of Gorgas I worshipped them. There were nice stories about how the deities interacted with him, and uh, he was very fond of cooking elaborately for them and dressing and decorating them elaborately. And uh, they told me, just give us some fruit, offer flowers, is all we did. They were easy, very simple. And the fame, most famous story is when they came, the Kornatai came to his house, and he, was, he saw he was worshipping the deity, and I stayed, and they went to leave. And when they went to leave, he said, you can't go. And they said, well, we're there on the altar. He said, no, I want you here. So they walked up on the altar, and the deities walked out. So... Famous story, nice songs about like that. Um, so he did a famous, he did a big service for the community of Gaudiya by his worship of the Gornitai deity, which has become obviously wide, widespread. Um, but um, um, I wouldn't divide up Goridas between Ramananda based on the statement of Krishnadas and uh, and uh, and himself and Vasubal between 
Goridas and, uh, and Ramananda. Part of them's over here, part of them's over there, um, kind of thing. I think that the, uh, uh, that, of course, you know, that is uh, a side of the Priyanarma Sakha who sympathize, empathize with, sympathize with Radha and Krishna's uh, love for one another and assist them. That is strongly shown there in the Antilila by, uh, by Ramananda Roy. And it is an apt type of uh, comparison with uh, Subal. But otherwise, throughout the Chaitanya, there's not much opportunity for that. When he's really identifying with Krishna and Krishna Leela, he's deep in the Anti Leela now, there's no coming out. He's in the Braj Leela, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's really just the culmination of what he came for. Then there's some place for his associates to be involved like that, like Subal would be in Braj Leela. Otherwise, there's not much much uh, place in the Naramasaka's. They're in a different leela, so they're not. There's not like not herding cows, right? They're sadhus. This is, this is Gaur leela, so you won't see exact parallels in all respect. But there is one place, and it's just due to you to pick up on that. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, where that side of the Priyanarmasaka is is, uh, is 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 mentioned, um, but I wouldn't say. Goridas sent that part <laughs> to Ramananda Roy. Uh, I'm looking at Morris. Um, uh, maybe Krishna does more speaking about uh, that part of the branch Leela that there are persons who participate in this way. And here are two good examples Dalita, fast friend of Radha, Subal, fast friend of Krishna, and Radha. I wouldn't divide them up, but they are. But yes, there you will see that side you know, within the Lord Lila at an appropriate time. Otherwise, you're not going to see Priyanarmasakas ministering to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who's preaching about his uh, problems with Radha and so forth. And so forth. What else? Yes. You must be reading from an article of mine, perhaps. Yeah. 
Pujapachitavash once made a statement there are three kinds of gurus. One has two feet in this world, one has both feet in the spiritual world and extends one here. One has both feet here but extends one there. Other has both feet here but his eyes are always there. So we have a superlative, intermediate, uh, so forth. Uh, now, in Jiva Goswami's writing, he talks about three types of Bhagavatas. Hmm? And these are the technical terms he used. It must be in Bhakti Sandarbha. I have put the two together to say that that's what Sridhar Marsh was talking about, these three types, hmm? when he spoke about three types of gurus. Uh, but it could be three types of devotees who weren't necessarily acting in the capacity of gurus. Uh, but, but at any rate, um, your, your question is about the first type. Who's got both feet in this world, but his eyes are there. Hmm? Let us say you want to go west. Hmm? And you don't know which way to go. But somebody has a vision and says, follow me. Hmm? And they're going fast enough that they're always seeing the sun. If you go fast enough, you might not be at the sun, but you can always see the sun, right? It's moving, right? Go fast enough, you can always stay in its rays. So this is the first type. He's not at the sun. He's not in the sun. But he sees the sun. It doesn't come out of, go out of his vision. And as we want to go to the sun, he can guide us. The example that Jiva Goswami gives is Narada Muni. Narada Muni tells his own story in the Bhagavatam, maybe the fifth, sixth, seventh chapters of the uh, first canto. <clears throat> tells a story to Vyas how he became Narayamuni and at a certain point in his practitioner's life then he was in the forest he had a darshan of Krishna and then Krishna disappeared and that play of Krishna if you will hide and seek made him seek that much more such a confirmation of that what he was seeking was attainable and real and then it's disappearing if you have something valuable then you lose it oh my god then you really think about it right so Krishna disappeared in order to um, to foster the kind of intensification the intensification of his practice that would result in his attaining the, his ideal so Narada Muni is an example of the first type. He had both feet here, but his eyes were there. Mm-hmm. And um, he was, Krishna called him a kuyogi, false yogi, because he was attached to the forest, piece of the forest, which was conducive for practice. But, but, uh, but, um, but, as well, if you, if you will. So, uh, a very highly advanced uh, Vaishnav, hmm? very deeply experiencing. His eyes are always there. He's engaged in bhakti to such an extent that although there may be seeds of material desire that haven't been burned up yet, they have no opportunity to fructify. 
let's say you have a seed and you pour water on it, you keep pouring water on it, it will never fructify, right? So the water, his, his engagement in bhakti is such that it, it's constantly in the flow of bhakti, and the seeds have no opportunity to germinate. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the, the, the bhakti seed is being nourished by his practice. Mm-hmm. So this is a very advanced devotee, uh, very capable of, uh, let's say, you know, you have the uh, uttam madhyam, or you could say the kanishta uttam. Mm-hmm. Right? You have kanishta kanishta, you have the madhyam kanishta, you have the uttam kanishta. Then you have the kanishta madhyam, the madhyam madhyam, and the uttam madhyam. Then you have the kanishta uttam, the madhyam uttam, and the uttam uttam, and the uttam 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 uttam. <laughs> Which is a way of saying that the kanishta madhyam uttam Okay, that's a general idea, but there's a lot of gray in between and, uh, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you could look at such a person as a uttam madhyam or kanishta uttam. Mm-hmm. So uh, a very advanced devotee who, who's moving fast enough towards Krishna to keep in view. Such a person could, could guide us. Mm-hmm. Right? Then you have the the middle one, right? Um, who's, to use Krishna example, has got two feet here and one's extended there. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, <laughs> and and the uh, uh, example that Riva Goswami gives is Sukadev Goswami. Mm-hmm. So, Sukadev Goswami was fully realized Jivan Mukta but then he took a step into Krishna Leela by way of studying the Bhagavatam which as we said earlier unties the knot of material existence right such are the nature such is the nature of the qualities of Krishna they have that power so um, he was a Atmaram, self-satisfied person, but he had stepped a foot into into bhakti, and now something's adding on to that. Right? Now he's, he's become a very advanced uh, devotee as well. And then the Uttam Uttam, if you will, or he's got two feet there, extends one here. The example that um, Jiva Goswami gives is again Narada Muni. But this is Narada Muni after he received his swarup. Mm-hmm. Because after he disappeared, right, Krishna, and Narada went after him that more intensely, he, he again appeared, and he gave him a vina and the form that we know as Narada Muni. He gave him his swarup. And, he, and he, so he's fully in the spiritual world, but he's extending one foot here, canvassing, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are the examples of paradigmatic people of the Bhagavatam um, that uh, Jiva Goswami cites and to, to give, uh, connect examples of the terms that he's uh, using. But each each one is uh, superlative, perfect, more perfect, and most perfect. Something like that. Does that help? 
So, so the first one is still under the influence of Satvaguna, but very refined, subtle. Uh, the second one, uh, Sugadev, is not under the. Satvaguna means like the forest of Satvaguna, so he's a little attached to the forest and the peace. And that, in light of how it was conducive for a spiritual practice. Now, what does that compare to somebody who's attached to money and the opposite sex and, and, and so many things? It's very, 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 very subtle, small in comparison. And, and, and it's being utilized for his practice, even. Right? So, so some subtle, uh, slight influence of still of, of Satvaguna. But Satvaguna is, of course, an influence of clarity. So he's, he's seeing the self... And and, uh, and he's fully engaged in bhakti, so very qualified devotee. Then, then he, again, Sukadev's already liberated. He's beyond the gunas, but now he's in touch with bhakti, something more, right? And then the heart is the transcendental spaceman. Right? So one foot here, two feet here, eyes always there. One foot here, extending a foot there. Two feet there, extending one here. <laughs> Once a friend who ran the road, said, what about me? He said he's got two feet there and he extends two feet here. <laughs> it was very kind of her. <laughs> uh, creative. Does that help? Tomorrow's Ram Nomi, right? Jai Ram. Jai Lakshman. Jai Sita Jai Hanuman. Jai Ram. Pancha Kalpatru Vistra Akabasana.